Welcome, listeners, to Four Down Territory. We didn't do our playful banter this week because we don't have time for it. We got too much going on. You're listening to N-E-V-N-F-M on Spotify and Anchor. Welcome. You're also tuned in to northeastvalleynews.org if you're listening to this podcast. It's Tuesday, October 25th, and we have an extremely special guest once again in the NEVN studio. Mr. Jake Anderson is here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Jake. You are currently a web content editor at 98.7 Arizona Sports. So we actually, earlier, or I guess last week now, we changed our, we had a rebrand. Oh, really? We are now Arizona Sports 98.7, the local sports leader. Oh, shoot. So I got to say all that? You don't have to. (laughs) I thought the logo looked different. No, yeah, it just happened last week. Okay, good. So a rebranding has taken place at your work. And uh, now you're the, you said you're the air, you're the sports, you're calling yourselves the sports leader now? The local sports leader. The local sports leader. Okay, all right. Uh, Good. Well, thanks for joining us. And you cover, just for our listeners, uh, if they don't remember you or they're new, uh, you cover the Arizona Sun Devils, right? Arizona State Sun Devils. Arizona State Sun Devils, and you are their, you're the basketball and football guy. Correct. Okay. Not so much volleyball? No. Okay. Don't really cover other sports. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then, and then what, and then what else? You have other, you have other responsibilities as well? Yeah. Arizona Diamondbacks and Phoenix Rising FC. Okay. Great. Wow. So you've got a full plate there at work. You're yeah. busy every day. 12 month season. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Thank you for being here on the podcast. We know you got a busy schedule, and as soon as you leave here, you're going into work to cover more sporting events. We got Suns Warriors tonight. Wow. You can hear that on Arizona Sports 987. <laughs> okay. The local sports leader. The local sports yeah, leader game. for everyone. As we do when we start out our show, we are going to do a penalty box segment or a shout out, one or the other. And I am going to start with myself because I am putting myself in the penalty box. I do this every once in a while. Last week, I blew it completely. I posted the podcast on Spotify right on time, Tuesday night, just like I try to do. And then I put the podcast in draft on the site and forgot to publish it until Thursday. So I goofed up big time, and I'm in the penalty box. Sorry, listeners. James? I'm going to put myself in the penalty box just because I don't want anyone else to do it. I believe the term Jared used was actually penalty purgatory. 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 Like purgatory. Purgatory. I picked the Patriots to win last week in Game of the Week, and I really needed that point because I really don't want to be last like I am right now. Um, so I was rooting for them yesterday after Bailey Zappi came in, uh, but I am obviously wearing my Justin Fields jersey and my Bears hat today because I told them you I were would. were rooting against the Bears. I was rooting against the Bears, wow. but, uh, I mean, I'll, I, I can't, wow, that can't is lie dis- to you. That's despicable. I love the Bears, and unfortunately I have to go in the box for Get in the penalty doing box. the things I did. Jason? I'm going to put Bryce Harper back in the shout-out column. What a swing. Can we just talk about that? What a swing. Can't swing believe, of his life. Can't believe he did that. I watched it, and I was like, he's going to hit home run. I'll put in the penalty box Aaron Boone just because, you know, you have almost a historic season. You do break a record in your season with Aaron Judge, and yet you continue to make uh, make choices that led to them getting swept by the Astros this weekend, including putting uh, Aaron Judge at 
batting second during the beginning of the playoffs. So I'm going to put Aaron Boone. I don't know how long he's going to stay the Yankees manager, but I'm assuming they're going to keep him, but who knows. Jake, do you have a shout-out or a penalty box today? I got a penalty box, a little foreshadowing for our third down segment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm going to put the entire Italian national soccer team. (laughs) Every time. Every player, coach, I don't (laughs) care who it is. Uh, We're 26 days away from the 2022 World Cup. And it marks the second consecutive World Cup in which Italy has failed to qualify despite winning the European Championship yep. last July. Gotta I'm pretty better. sure the same gentleman got put in the penalty box for the same reason last year, wasn't it? It's yes. every time he's on the podcast. <laughs> it's understandable. Mine was probably Good. my last I don't remember who it was. My last penalty box person was definitely had a lot I had a lot more animosity toward whoever that individual right. you or did. team. You is. most definitely did. Preston. I changed it. This is going to be my first ever shout-out. Oh, great. Ooh. I'm going to give a shout-out to DeAndre Hopkins coming back from the PED suspension and made a difference for the Cardinals. We beat the Saints sure on did. Thursday night. We break the home field curse. Good job. They're back. Good job, D-Hop. That's too much. <clears throat> we knew you were going to make a difference. We just didn't know how much. That's our first segment for today. We're going to take a very short break and hear from our sponsor, northeastvalleynews.org. And when we come back, we're going to do the biggie, big part of the show. Northeast Valley News is your source for independent reporting. Whether it's sports, politics, local, national, or world news, it's all here. Located on the campus of Scottsdale Community College, you can learn the skills you'll need to start a career in journalism by enrolling in JRN 210 News and Media Productions today. Welcome back to Northeast Valley News' flagship sports podcast and Spotify's number one news sports podcast. You're listening to Four Down Territory. I'm James Mackey, Jason Cousineau, Jared Heath, Preston Grace, Ole Lawson, special guest who we love so dearly. Jake Anderson is also here to join us today. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for having me. Of course. Oh, sorry. That's yep, sorry. <laughs> First down! <laughs> First down is NFL footy football as per usual, and as per usual, our man Preston Grace is going to bring it to us. Yes, big week in the NFL trade-wise. Christian McCaffrey is now a 49er. Let's Um, talk about the Panthers. They actually played Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, but they still beat him. By a lot. By a lot. Buccaneers only put up three points. Are the uh, Bucs in trouble? The Bucs could have had more if Mike Evans didn't yeah. drop that pass. 75-yard oh. bomb he's oh, dropped. Like last week, uh, Preston, you asked if the Packers are in trouble, and I agreed. And I think that uh, I think the Buccaneers have reason to be concerned. They are not looking very good, and Tom Brady is not creating wins like he normally does. I'm not sure what's going on, but I think they're in trouble. Yeah, our next game, we're actually going to talk about the Packers. Aaron Rodgers loses once again to an inferior opponent. Taylor Heineke (laughs) shined against a good Packers defense. What a word. Can Taylor Heineke bring this team out of the mud? I think so. I think he's like the perfect fit for that team. I'd also like to point out that both Brady and Rodgers lost two quarterbacks or two teams that are quarterbacked by former XFL players this weekend, which is kind of crazy to think about. But uh, obviously it's not just a QB duel. It's more more than those two playing on the field. But I think... Taylor Heineke is like it almost seems like 
he's used to this offense, which he is. Well, he played. Yeah, he played quite a bit last year. When is um, Preston? When is Carson Wentz supposed to come back and be the quarterback at Washington? Four to six weeks. Never. Yeah, four to six weeks. Okay, so he's got a while to go. At huh? that point, you may as well just keep Heineke for the rest of the season. All I'm saying is Heineke knows the offense, and if they lose to Sam Ellinger and the the Colts this weekend, I think they're in trouble. Sam Ellinger's not a bad quarterback. He's at all, not. But. I loved him in Texas, but if he comes in and gets his first career start and beats Taylor Heineke, who knows that system, I think they're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on, we're going to talk about the Seahawks and the Chargers. The Seahawks continue to impress. Kenneth Walker rushed for 168 yards and two touchdowns. Can the Seahawks make the playoffs? They're first in the NFC West right now. No. I think they, w- I think they might. I think they might. The only, the mm. only competition I see for them right now is the 49ers. But. Yeah, every year it seems like the entire NFC West is going to make the playoffs. So it's it's kind of a different shift this year, and I, I don't mind it. I think it comes down to if Geno can continue playing at this elite level that we've never seen him play. Mm. If I he think can, he will. If he can even be 80% of himself down the stretch, they can probably sneak out a wild card. If he keeps at this level, they're going to win the division. All right. I'm saving the best for last. Saints at Cardinals. D-Hop returns, like I said in the uh, the shout-out. He, he returned and made it. The offense looked so much better. Andy Dalton threw three interceptions. Mm. Two of them were pick sixes. Can the Cardinals make a late break for the playoffs? No. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love being a hater. This is fun. I don't know. I mean, I don't uh, – boy, it's a, that's a – They're one a game ways. out of first. Technically, they lost to them, so they're a game and a half. It's tough to play them again. They their, host next, them. their next game is versus the Seahawks. Yeah, I was going to say they host them. So, I don't know. This defense so that would make it better even. every week. The, I think if their defense continues to chip in a couple of touchdowns like they did this week, they've got a really good yeah. chance. But I think if we have to rely on the Cardinals' offense strictly, I don't think they will. And since they played on a Thursday, they're going to have a lot more An time extra to rest. A couple days. One uh, nugget is that is the fourth consecutive loss for Andy Dalton versus the Cardinals, and that's the fourth different team he's participated yeah. in the game. <laughs> That's why we have you around, Jake. You got the Bears last year. Yeah, how was at that game? You were nice. You were. I was at that game. You were here the week before that. I was. That was the last time I do remember that. Yes, yes. Second down. Second down is NCAA football. I'm taking this one over myself. We're going to start out with some upsets with tipping the tea cart. There weren't a ton of ranked upsets on week eight in NCAA football. LSU, who is unranked, defeated number seven, Ole Miss, 45 to 20. That's a beatdown. LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels threw for two touchdowns. Former devil. And ran for 121 yards and three touchdowns. He accounted for five touchdowns his own self. He led the game in rushing yards. And he, re- he was the top rusher in the game, yes, yeah. as well. I'm happy for LSU. Number 10, Oregon. Defeated number nine UCLA forty-five to thirty. That was a big Pac-12 matchup that we were watching closely out here. Oregon quarterback Bo Nix, a transfer from Auburn, had twenty-two completions for two hundred eighty-three yards and five count 'em five touchdowns. How good has he looked? Number eleven Oklahoma State defeated number twenty Texas in a high-scoring affair, forty-one to thirty-four. Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders completed 34 passes for 391 yards and two touchdowns. Games to watch for on week nine. 
Mackey, number two, Ohio State takes on number 13, Penn State at 9 a.m. Oh. Hey, this is the only week I'm rooting for Penn State. Yep, me too. Notre Dame is going to play Syracuse, who is number 16. That's another early game at 9 o'clock. Number one, Georgia is going to host Florida in a big SEC matchup at 1230. That will be a pretty good game, I think. Number nine, Oklahoma State goes up against 22, Kansas State. This is a Big 12 matchup that nobody knows how it will end up, to be completely honest. Number 20, Cincinnati versus UCF. I have a feeling about this game. These two teams are pretty similar, and I think it's going to be a knockdown dragout. That's at 12.30. Mizzou takes on the newly ranked South Carolina Gamecocks. They're number 25 at one. Biased. Another SEC matchup uh, that will be very interesting is Kentucky, number 19, versus number 3, Tennessee. That will also be a good game. Great game. This week, Mackie, we've got the Wolves versus Sparty. Michigan versus Michigan State. Can I be honest with you? I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> I hate playing Sparty. That's going to be a tough game. In the desert this week, the University of Arizona is going to go up against number 10, USC, at 4 p.m. our time. The ASU Sun Devils, Jakey, play Colorado at 4.30. I like the possibilities of this game. I think we should win. A Desi Ball touch from last week. ASU only lost by one point to Stanford. It was 15-14. Yep. That's a cover. We were weird, almost, it was, a, a it was an out-of-bounds foot away from a possible win. <laughs> and we their kicker was short on a 42-yard field yeah, goal somehow. That's true. Yeah. We, we don't know who the quarterback is yet. For yeah. Colorado? Put in Trent Bourget. I think it's going to be Bourget, but yeah, we'll see what be. happens. Yeah. But coming into this season, Bourget and Tyson had a combined 16 pass attempts in their entire college careers. Jeez. Third down. Third down is European football, courtesy of Jake Anderson. We'll, we'll take more of a world yeah. lens with okay. this one, with All the right. World Cup being 26 days away. <sighs> Let's go Can't for wait. it. With the World Cup being 26 days away, we're going to get into both the controversial aspect of Qatar hosting the World Cup, and then we're also going to get into the fun part. Um, let's start with the fun part, obviously. I um, like starting with the fun. I have absolutely no idea who's going to win this thing. Yep. I think it's very, very, very wide open. A quick little tidbit facts that would make you think maybe this team can, and then I'm going to tell you a fact, and you're going to say, oh, well, I don't think they can. <laughs> Brazil comes into this World Cup ranked number one in the world. Yep. Player for player, probably the most talented team. However, no team ranked number one going into a World Cup has ever even made the semifinals. I was going to say, they always, they, so the number one team never the really pressure, does. Pressure, I don't know what it is. That's happened. Another tidbit the last three World Cup champs and four of the last five have failed to make it out of the group stage the following World Cup. So if you think France is a well talented team that's going to go all the way, just know that. Yep. That last year. Germany didn't make it out yeah. before that. Germany, Spain, yeah. before that, it was Italy. Uh, Brazil from 22 or 2002 to 2006 was the last team to actually make it out because France, when they won in 98, didn't make it out, note two. And then also France has injuries to uh, two monumental players for them. Rafael Varane, who's their center back, but even more importantly, is N'Golo Kante, who is for only... One of the best defensive midfielders best. in the and, world. And he's the same size as Messi. Like, they combine yeah. for maybe 11 feet. So... <laughs> With those players gone, I have no idea. Me, personally, I am praying for an Argentina-Portugal final, but that's more so from a selfish standpoint of I want to see Messi and Ronaldo play each other in what is going to be their final World Cups. 
and obviously people will still debate to the end of time but i think if one of them were to win it especially over each other yep that would kind of be like your like our version of finally getting to see lebron and mj play yep or whatever to you want to or whoever you want to go up against mj for the goat so uh, those are what i'm looking forward to yeah what do you guys expect out of the u.s I honestly, because uh, I've done it before, I put Greg Berhalter in the penalty box like good. four times good. while being on this podcast. He deserves it. I think we're only as good as he is because he it, every every time we lose, it seems like he's holding us back. Like the formations he put out, I, I mean, we're playing like three in the back against like a team that we don't really need to be playing three in the back too. You know, we're not an attacking team sometimes. That's pretty obvious. Against good teams, we against, will not be. Against good teams, we will not be. I mean, our midfield right now is like, I think our strongest part of the team is our midfield with McKenney and Adams. I agree. Our attack, obviously, if Aronson gets involved, which I'm hoping he does, it could be good. Obviously, Pulisic, he's actually, which it's it's nice because Pulisic just hit recent form with Chelsea. We need him in form for the time the tournament comes. And then uh, I don't know how if I'm saying his name right. Yusuf Munz, uh, the U- Yusuf. Yeah, Yusuf. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he. Whenever he plays, I really like him. He plays for Sevilla or Valencia. He plays for Valencia. He's he's young and he chose to play for the USA instead of England, which is a big deal. Like that's not that doesn't happen that much. So we're really young and really inexperienced. But honestly. I'm really excited for the England game because I think England undermined us, and I think the USA could even pull out a, a tie or a win here. And get this. We play – USA plays England yeah. the next day after, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So yeah. Americans, 12 p.m. kickoff. Americans will be enjoying Arizona their time. Thanksgiving leftovers and watching an England versus USA. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? I was just thinking about that too. Yeah. Great minds think alike. I was yeah. not. Now here's where I'm going <laughs> to complain because Arizona State – and U of A kick off at the same exact oh, time oh, no. in Tucson. Yep. Wow. And that's that's where I'm going to have to have my priorities, obviously. I'm going yeah, to have obviously. a second screen, obviously, yeah. going. <laughs> but I'm glad you brought up England because yeah. I do want to, as an Italian, put them in their place again. <laughs> yeah, we didn't make it for a second straight time. But we went to England's house in July of 2021, beat them in the Euros. And I just wanted everyone to know that that's England's second ever final in any competition. Yep. 1966, they won the World Cup. 2020, but because of COVID, it became 2021. Mm-hmm. They lose the European final in London. Mm-hmm. In penalties. In which penalties. Which yeah, which is even After taking a one nothing lead two minutes in. But I only say that because, I don't know if it's just because we live in the U.S. and there's always going to be that England-U.S. rivalry. Yeah. But... <laughs> It seems like England is seen as this team that is the creators of the game and they know everything about the game. And it makes no sense to me because Italy has been to three finals since 2006 and that's more than England's been in the history of forever. Italy has... I mean, other countries have way more World Cups. That's why if the U.S. were to ever win the World Cup and be tied with England as a sports fan, I'm good. Yeah. Like, no one else has to win for me just because of how much... I'll say ish will be spoken on the behalf of America going to yeah. uh, across the pond. A lot of smack talking. I, I'd almost equate England to like the Dallas Cowboys of soccer. <laughs> but the soccer. Dallas Cowboys have actually won. But the Dallas Cowboys have actually won. Yeah. I love But the it's England almost like slander. they they always say like, oh, we're the like football's coming home. They always say football's coming home, and we say but, it's going to Rome. Yeah, well, it's it's it hasn't been home since the '60s. So, it, you know, it's almost. You know, you're right. You know, stats don't lie. <laughs> What's hilarious, and this would have been a better, a little 
better uh, jab maybe a month ago before Graham Potter took over for Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> you can't name me an English coach. Like I definitely can't. Period. No. Yeah. Like, all the top teams, you name their coach, they're not from England. No. So like what like what does that say like I think the they said the 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 best winning percentage like England uh, manager is Sam Allardyce because he played he managed like one game and won it and oh, then so quit it's a thousand yeah and then one last thing I want to say about the U S in this World Cup is personally and I think a lot of fans should be thinking this way we got we're sending kids to this thing yep like they're twenty two twenty three. Some of yeah, them. Ricardo Pepe's Pepe mm-hmm. is he's a, young. a kid like Pulisic. Obviously, I, I love that he's playing for Chelsea. I don't like that he's not starting. I know. Um, granted, they've had a coaching change, and he yeah. might be on a different team in January. Yeah. But that concerns me. Just a lack of playing time, and then it, it's no one's really f- no one's fault in the MLS. The MLS had to move their calendar because of the World Cup. But like a guy like Walker Zimmerman, who's arguably our best yeah. center back, <laughs> his team lost in the first round last week. He has no training. He has no games until the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And it's just like our best center back has nothing to do for a month. Granted, he's going to be working out and stuff, but you've all heard it. You can't mimic game speed. You can't mimic game reps. So it's a little concerning to me from that standpoint. Goals for this World Cup, we they have a favorable draw potentially with who they have in their other group pairing so like they could play the netherlands or they could play senegal mm-hmm. who i think are the two that would make it out of the other group i think england and the u.s would be the ones to make it out of their group yeah. but if they make the quarterfinals pop champagne yeah. honestly because mm-hmm. once you <laughs> once you're playing in the quarterfinals so you're playing france yeah like, like that's or, or argentina it's over uh, like, you're, you're yeah. going to lose Is now it, yeah. 2026 when they're here and they're all 26 years old and 27 years old Way more experienced. Way more experienced. Been playing together longer. In the you're, primes. You're in, exactly. And you're at home. Again, I'm not saying they're going to win. Not <laughs> even make the final. But we make the semifinals. And then you get a third place the, game uh, potentially. The hosts historically do well in the tournament. Like Russia in 2018 made this. They called it like a miracle run. Yeah, they did really and, well. Yeah, in 2002, yeah. South Korea made the semifinal. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the hosts historically have always done well in the tournament. I don't know whether why that is. Just home team advantage. Yeah. So I will say that 2010, South Africa, they didn't do anything. <laughs> um, yeah. There's always an exception. 2014 is obviously goal. Brazil. Yeah, they mm. that is well they Ooh. they went as they went they they had the opportunity then Germany just embarrassed them. And, and they were Maverick without Sons Neymar game. and Thiago Silva in that game. So. And David Luiz was in his prime. And David Luiz, <laughs> when he's not on a leash with somebody, yeah. he is gets wild and yep. runs away. And yep. then now you have... I don't even think he's... Is he in no. Brazil anymore? I don't think no. he's mm-hmm. playing anymore. Yeah. No, he's he's actually playing in Brazil. Club. Yeah, yeah, I figured he's so. there. Fourth down! Fourth down this week, believe it or not, is everybody's favorite segment, Games of the Week. Um, wow. How'd I, we do uh, last week? I, I think I only got one point. Uh, only You only got one point? Yeah, I only got one point Fine. for a change. Oh, he did get one point. I know. Good catch. You did only get one point. I have you down, too. I don't know how to do my job. You usually go perfect every week. It's just, oh, shoot. Did you have me down for two points? points? I did. Yeah, no, only got one. Points yeah. You took the Saints. I, right. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, so we're in a tie for first place, then. Oli and Alex are tied with 10. 
Uh, Alex nabbed two by taking the Cards to win and the Chiefs to win, which I think no one really doubted. Uh-huh. He's not um, here today, though, so I'm going to get one up on him. Maybe. He's not. No. Maybe. Jared uh, put up one point. He took the Saints to win for some reason. I don't know why I did that either. But he did also grab the Cowboys, so that'll get him one. Jason nabbed two by taking Let's the go. Jets to beat the Broncos. Let's go. We're riding with the Jets. Jets, baby. The Cardinals also grabbed him one. I uh, put up a goose egg. I was the only one to go um, over in Ofer. both games. I lost um, my game of the week when I chose the Pats and Bailey Zappi. Don't know what I was thinking. Uh, and Preston nabbed two points. He took the cards and the Dolphins, which the Dolphins was a risky pick. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes, it was. Because yes, it Tua was. said he wasn't going to run, and then second quarter yeah, comes he and dropped he's, his helmet. He's, yeah, he went for a truck. So, yeah, he pile drive that man. Uh, stati- stats, standings look like this. Ole and Alex are tied at the top of 10. Jared, you have eight. Jason, you have seven. Preston, you have five. Yours truly carries four. But I plan on coming back this week. Ole, we're going to start he's the top strong. of the Todd Walsh. After going three weeks without being on the board, Ole, I'm not in last place at the top of the table with you. I uh, want your game uh, of the week, uh, your winner, and your score. Please. Here is my game of the week. I am taking what I'm calling the battle of the backups. I'm going to go with the Washington Commanders, who are 3-4, and four, against the Colts, who are 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. The last time these teams met was in 2018, so I got no film on this. Uh, the game is going to be at Lucas Oil Stadium. I'm going to go home field advantage. Colts win 31-28. Jared, game of the week winner. Uh, in the spirit of Alex not being here, though, I'm going to take Giants and Seahawks. This is the only game this week that's actually between two teams uh, with winning records. Seattle's favored by three, but I'm going to take the Giants, which is weird because going into the season, I really didn't think the Giants would be anything. I thought their quarterback would hold them back. That hasn't really, been, hasn't really been the case. Yeah, I'm going to take the Giants. The defense is young. This defense is no joke either. So I'm going to take the Giants, and I'm going to say... 26 to 17 Giants. Ooh. Woo. Jason. I'm going to take the Battle of Pennsylvania, the Steelers at the Eagles. The Eagles had a bye week. They're, you know, all freshened up. They had a couple injuries in their last game. So, um You're taking the Steelers, right? Uh, I wish. No. Kenny Pickett as, or Mitch as much as I love Kenny and and the boys and Najee, I'm a I'm a pick the Eagles to win 35-17. Ooh. In a big a, home game. I mean, this geez. might be our first score land of the week of the year, boys. This Could is dangerous. Be. Could be. I'm gonna go to Preston game of the week. I'm gonna go the Raiders and the Saints. I think the Saints will be more healthy. I'm gonna say they beat the Raiders twenty six to twenty. Interesting. Hmm. I do real quick want to give a shout out to picking the Jets over the Broncos because the Jets hadn't he won did in it Denver two weeks in a row. Two weeks. In the a Jets row. had not won in Denver since 2010, and they had not. They had been shut out two straight times Whoa. in Denver. So I, that's why that was my concern. Of course, Jake. As a biased Jets fan, good pick, Jason. Going into that week, Jets going into this week, I'm going to take the Jets to beat the Patriots, which is something my younger self would have never thought to say, because Tom Brady was their quarterback. <laughs> all for of so our long. younger yeah. selves would have never yeah. said that. I never would have. Mark Sanchez, Sanchez? We haven't heard in decades. I think hey, Jets. Mark Sanchez did it though <laughs> in the playoffs. In the playoffs, fumble. I actually, I think that the Jets are wearing the black helmets this weekend. Yes, because they are at home. Yeah. Um, my score line for that is going to be 24 to 20. Um, I think it's going to be close because losing Brees Hall is is obviously a big loss for the Jets. They also lost Elijah Veritaka, their left guard. Mekhi Becton was hurt at the beginning of the season, so their entire left side of the offensive line is gone. But I have been very surprised by Sauce Gardner. Um, just Jeez, Sauce. With 
how many DBs this team has taken over the years, I've seen them hit, like Darrell Rivas. Yeah, Rivas. And I'm blanking on his name, but it was, oh, D. Milliner. Yeah. Out of Alabama. Flop. So, like, it's just, you don't know what you're going to get. I'm glad to see they got a guy who can play. Um, I think the jury's still out on Zach Wilson because he can't stay healthy. Um, But we will see. Well, we will see. They don't score a ton. Um, And obviously, Bill Belichick scares me, but watching that game last night, the Patriots offense looks awful beyond I'm, awful yeah i'm gonna cut it short here on my game of the week i'm gonna go pack at buff uh we already have buffalo obviously wanting to win the B- packers are 0 and two against the new york teams this season i think it continues uh, i'm gonna take josh allen and the buffalo i almost just said the sabers uh and buffalo <laughs> to beat the packers <laughs> i'm easy gonna pick. go easy pick 42 17 Buffalo. This guy needs to get on the board. Uh, I'm going to go to Jake because, Jake, I understand you're a time crunch. Get out of here. Give me your Cardinals-Vikings pick for Community Game of the Week. Cardinals-Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings, and I will say it's going to be 31-24. 31-24 Vikings. This is a man who used to work for the Cardinals, FYI. (laughs) (laughs) And they let me go. So (laughs) No shame. Take that, Cardinals. Honestly, yeah. All right, Jake. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Top of the table. Oli, give me your pick for Game of the Week, Vikings and Cardinals. I have a renewed sense of confidence in the Cardinals. I'm going to pick them to beat the Vikings 42 to 35. Wow. I can kiss you right now. Yes, Oli. I love hearing you yes. say that. You said 42-35? 42-35. Alex is not here. We'll skip over him. Jared. I'm going to take the team I play with on Madden face of the franchise, which is the Vikings. I'm going to say the Vikings are going to win 42 to 35. Oh, interesting. Jason? I'm going to agree with Oli, and I'm going to take the Cardinals over the Vikings. I think they're I think they're hitting their groove at the right time. I say they win 35-24. to 24. Interesting. Preston? I'm going to triple up on the Cardinals. Yeah. I think they're going oh, yeah. to keep it going with the Kyler Murray-DeAndre Hopkins duo back. I'm going to say the Cardinals win 27-24. to 24. So, obviously, everyone understands I'm in last place, and I have some sort of vendetta against Preston. So my new rule for game of the community game of the week is uh, pick as Preston does monkey see monkey do. Oh, nice! So <laughs> I'm gonna go Cardinals. I'm not gonna go 27-24 because I don't want that to happen. I'm gonna go 32-27. I remember Cardinals. you guys were saying the the fade Preston. Now yeah, it's the, now it's follow Preston. Yeah, the fade <laughs> Preston. The fade oh, Preston oh, moment oh, was very how real. the tables have turned. I have to like beat you. You do not understand. <laughs> I have host. to beat you. Only take us out. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We appreciate you listening on NEVN-FM on Spotify and Anchor. We'd like you to follow us on social media. Do it. You can do so on Twitter and Facebook at NEValleyNewsOrg. You can check us out at Instagram by spelling it all out, Northeast Valley News Org. Also, check out our website online at NEValleyNews.org. Also, check out Jake Anderson on social media at JWA1994, and he's got some good stuff out there. Thanks, Jake, for joining us. We appreciate your time, and we hope you're not late for work. I won't be. (laughs) Bye, all. Bye.